Hello and welcome to the Self Love Talk podcast. I am your host, Sharon B. Meadows. Who am I? Well, I'll be happy to share a little bit about myself with you to let you know who I am. I am a John Maxwell Team Certified Member. I am the author of the Amazon bestseller, Journey to a New You. I am an inspirational speaker and a transformative teacher. And if you allow me to, I'll be your guide on the journey to self-love. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you here with me. Many of you know, if you've been here before with me, you know that this is not scripted. This is just me speaking from my heart. I speak from my heart and a place of experience. I do not talk from theory or what I read or what I learned from someone else. I'm speaking solely from a place of what I've experienced and what I've learned from my experience. And I bring that to you to share with you and hopes that it may assist you on your journey to self-love. Having said that, if you've been here before, you also know that (laughs) I've been on an intentional journey to self-love for more than two and a half years. I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. I have I still have a ways to go but I've come a long way I've come a long way so today I want to carry on from the last episode where we talked about creating confidence and 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 which I talked about um, an experience where I had encountered someone who had accomplished far more than me in life but was looking at me um, as an influencer to themselves because they felt that I walked in my confidence securely and they faked theirs. And so what we talked about in the last episode, if you didn't catch it, please go back and and revisit. I believe it's episode 12 on creating confidence. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I think it'll be um, very informative on the steps to begin the process of creating self-confidence. But today I want to dive a little bit deeper into what creating self-confidence truly looks like Um, because we don't want anyone I know there's a lot of people out there teaching fake it till you make it friends I promise to you confidence self-confidence is not something that you want to fake because you can go let me tell you something let me tell y'all something that I know for sure And I've done it myself, so I'm not passing judgment or throwing shade or shaming anyone. Because I've done it before, too, in the past. You can put on whatever you want to put on. Looking chic and slick. Red bottoms. This for the ladies. Your red bottoms. You got your hair. Everything is intact. Makeup, perfect. What the young folk folks say, 
on fleek, everything on fleek. I'm I'm 46. I'm just repeating what I heard the young folks say, the millennials or, or whoever whoever they are now. I don't even know anymore. Been in the house, but um, you could have it all together on the outside, and you could step out into the world. That's your self image. Your self-image is the presentation package that you put together to go out into the world. That's your self-image. That Your self-image is what you are selling to the world. You're saying, look at me. This is who I am. Bam, boom, whatever your preference. And then <laughs> you go out into the world, you network, you do business, you do whatever you do. And then you come back home. And you take off the red bottoms and you take off the black sleek dress or whatever you were wearing, your pantsuit or whatever. And for the gentleman, you, you take off your your attire because I'm talking to men and women. You take it all off <laughs> and then you sit down in a chair and I'm not laughing. At, I'm laughing at myself. Because I've done this. So I'm not laughing at you if you do this today. I'm laughing at myself because I've done this and the logic behind it. You take it all off. And then what happens? You go sit in a corner and you go... (laughs) Because you sold the world your self-image. But when you came home, your reaction to yourself was how much you actually value that which you presented to the world. So you can dress it all up and and and, and make it look good and package it all up and put a, bow, a big old red bow on it and go present it to the world. That's your self-image. That's who the world sees you as. But when you come home behind a closed door or looking into a mirror, that's how you see yourself. That is how you value yourself. That is your self-worth. That is what you think you are. Behind a closed door looking in the mirror. You can't fake it. Behind a closed door and looking into the mirror. You can't fake that. You can fake it on the other side of the door. You can fake it in the eyes of other people. But in the eyes of, of yourself, you can't fake that. What is it that you feel on the inside? When you're looking on the outside, how much of that do you value? How much of that do you put worth on? Does it mean anything to you? Or are you just faking it, putting on the outside appearance, not doing anything on the inside, going out, selling it to the world, and then coming back home? And, oh my God, I'm Can I share something with y'all? I like to share stories just to give an illustration of what I've experienced so that you know I'm speaking from experience. I'm not sitting here sharing anything with you from something someone else told me. I'm sharing with you from what I know firsthand what I've experienced. The year 2003. I was living in Houston, Texas. I was approximately 28, 28, 29 years old. I was under 30, late 20s. I owned my own home. 
purchased my first home around the age of 24. 2,400 square foot home, two-story, brand new, beautiful. I had in my garage a E-Class Mercedes and a Sebring convertible. Sebring convertible, I took it off the showroom floor when I purchased it. Actually, it was... um, 1996 when I got that car. Um, It was my first car. It was a gift to myself for graduating from college. But anyway, I'm not sharing all that to brag and say I had this, this, and this. What I'm doing is I'm, I'm painting a picture for you of what my life looked like. So I had the two story house, I had the E class Mercedes convertible drop top next to it in my garage had money in the bank I was traveling going to Jamaica, Mexico, wherever I felt like going had a six figure salary had a established professional career but every single night that I came home what did I do? I would sit in my house with my two cars in the garage with the lights off. I think it was either red wine or apple martini. I can't remember what I was drinking back then. That was a long time ago. I remember the other stuff, but I don't remember the drink. I think it was red wine. I would light candles and then I would pour a drink and then I would stretch out on my sofa downstairs in my living room with the lights off, with my drink, and I would cry. I was so lonely. I was so lonely. I would cry. This was my daily routine every single day. Every single day. This was my routine. How I ended my evening. (laughs) In tears. Just like that. I'm not making this up. This is a true story. And I know some of you can relate. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a moment to reflect on how I was feeling. And then I'm going to come back in a short, brief moment. Just give me a few few brief moments to reflect on it. And I'll come back and rejoin you. And we're going to talk about it some more. How I overcame the... Oh, why am I so lonely feeling to where I am today? So let's just stay together. Don't go anywhere. Stay with me. I'll see you shortly. Thank you for staying with me and welcome back from the break that we just took to give me a moment to reflect. So, I said that I was going to talk about how I overcame those feelings of loneliness and just, oh my God, all of that. What was that anyway? I'll tell you what that was. That was me not valuing that outside appearance. It was me saying, I'm not enough. I don't add up. 
I need a partner. I need someone to complete me. I need someone to add to me. I need someone to add value to me. It was me not looking in the mirror behind the closed door saying, girl, you got it going on, you all that. I wasn't saying that. I was saying, y'all know, if if this resonates with you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you know exactly what I was saying. I'm not enough. I don't add up. I need someone to come in here and complete me and to make me whole. Didn't matter the house, the cars, the money, the status. And none of that mattered. Behind closed doors, in that mirror, with that glass of wine, with the Nora Jones. Don't know why. <laughs> I think that was a song I listened to every day. Don't know why you didn't call. Don't know why I didn't call. I don't know who didn't call. Somebody didn't call. And I was crying to who didn't call and why they didn't call. I don't know why. But it it is what it is. And so today I look back on it and I reflect on it. That's why I had to just take a moment to reflect on where I used to be and where I am today. I'm doing this podcast right now behind a closed door with a mirror right in front of me. And I'm looking at it (laughs) and I'm smiling. Why am I doing that? Because I value the person that is speaking to you. I value my worth. I value who I am. I know who I am. I no longer seek validation from someone on the outside to come in and say, I'll come in and complete you. I'll come in and give you some value. I'll come in and give you some worth. I don't need that anymore. I'm beyond that. I've evolved. Today, behind this closed door that I'm sitting, looking into this mirror, I appreciate the woman that I'm looking at. I know who she is. I've taken the time to get to know her. I've taken the time to value her. I've taken the time to acknowledge her self-worth. I sit behind this closed door alone today. I'm not crying. I'm smiling. I don't need any sad music, red wine. Well, candles are always good. I don't care where we get on our path. Don't ever, don't ever kick the candles to the curb. I'm going to always advocate for the candles. So I don't have any burning, but as it came to my mouth to repeat it, to say it, as it came to my mind and to my mouth, I'm not going to say get rid of the candles because I love candles. So keep your candles. But just know this, you don't need anyone else to validate you, to tell you who you are. That comes from within. That's where you begin to create the self-confidence knowing that you are enough. You do add up. You are of value. You have self-worth. But how do you get there? How do you get to that place when you can close the door, look in the mirror, and not cry and not shrink, but to smile and think, I am enough. And I'm good. Friends, 
but it took a lot of work to get here. And I'm not, there is no destination on the journey to self-love. It is a journey. There is no start and finish. There is no beginning and ending. It is a lifestyle that you will experience for the rest of your life. But enough talk about that, Sharon D. Meadows. How do you get there? In the last episode, I talked about self-confidence. The foundation for it is not given to ducks. You missed it. Go back and catch it in the last episode. You'll understand. But in this episode, I want to talk about something a little bit deeper than not giving two ducks. I want to talk about giving two ducks. But not two ducks about what other people think, but two ducks about what you think. What do you think about yourself? So many of us are so used to beating ourselves up for past mistakes and just decisions we wish we had not made. I know I've done it. I still do it today sometimes. But I catch myself when I'm thinking those thoughts and I'll say, I'm not my thoughts. I'm not my thoughts. I'm not my thoughts. When I start beating myself up over a bad decision from the past, it's one from 10 years ago, y'all. I, I, I think I've overcome it and air down it or sneak up on me and tap me on my back and be like, hey, girl, I'm back. And then I'll be like, oh, you're back. Oh, my God. I thought I got rid of you 10 years ago. And it's like, no, 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 no. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. And I have to remember, you are not me and I am not my thoughts. And I will not give you the power to invade my space or my thoughts you must go so what I said all that to say this a part of the growth that we experience in this process of creating confidence is learning that you're in control of your thoughts you're in control of your thoughts your decisions and your actions no one else is in control of you and if someone else is in control of you it's because you gave away your power And that's okay, too, because we've all done it. But it's so quickly to pull it back in and acknowledge that they don't have any control. They don't have any power. You've got the control of yourself. You've got the power. You can't control anyone outside of yourself. The only person you can control is you. The only person I can control is me. That's where my power lies, within me. I can't give it away. I can't give you the power to unsettle me or make me feel some kind of way you're not that powerful on the outside of me no one is that powerful on the outside of you no one has the ability to do anything inside of you unless you allow it so what do we do with all that information remember I said on a previous episode Knowledge without application is just information. So what do you do with everything I just told you? What do you do with that? How do you turn that into applied knowledge? Well, I'll tell you how I did it. 
started closing the door, sitting alone, looking in the mirror, facing myself, facing my past decisions, facing my past choices, good or bad, facing who I am, and embracing it, accepting it, acknowledging it, loving it. So that the person that walks outside of the other side of the door, wearing the red bottoms and the sleek black dress with the gold zipper down the back and all of that and everything perfect, hair, makeup, flawless. The person that stepped outside of that door, when she stepped back inside and closed it and looked in the mirror, she could still smile because she wasn't faking it. Who she presented to the world was how she saw herself. She said, I am she and she is me. And I appreciate and value who I am. I appreciate my accomplishments. I celebrate my accomplishments. I acknowledge my progress. I'm not where I used to be. I'm not who I used to be. I've grown. I've evolved. Acknowledging those things helps to build and create confidence in yourself because you know you're not who you used to be. You're not where you used to be. You've grown. You've evolved. You've become a better person. And that, my friends, is how you cultivate the confidence from within so that you don't just shine on the outside of the door but you shine on the inside of the door, looking in the mirror. I thank you for joining me. I am your friend, Sharon D. Meadows, and I invite you back for another episode. We're going to talk more about the confidence factor, how to get it, create it, cultivate it, and to grow it. Join me, and I'll see you soon.